I respect. I've shown that I have strong feminist values. Yes. And this is why I know more about. Silence, Kimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Podcasting from the Museum of Broadcast Communications in Chicago. Check out their new exhibit. Stay tuned. Rock on TV from now through April. Just visit museum.tv. Hey, and Friends is up next. But first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. If you're a fan of the English Premier League, you'll want to check out Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. As you can hear by his accent, Adam is from England originally. Chelsea fan, if you must know. And he's also an expert in soccer tactics and methods. He's the director of coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. So obviously, he has some incredible insights into the game. Tune in every week. We're on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. A Tony Lasano podcast, the No Pie Show. And because it's soccer, we never use our hands. Radiomisfits.com the following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Anne Friends. You know, if I say it loud enough and clap my hands, I go, Me Sam! And like, I just turn into an adult. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Big, but without Tom Hanks. That was the connection you made? Yeah. Big? Yeah. All right. Wow. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> should probably start by introducing ourselves. Kimmy, you want to. Holy, holy crap, we're. we're I just want to say something. We'll really jump into the gun on the introductions. Well, I just, I wanted to get there for once. Oh, like, okay. Like, I just wanted to get there because so people you know, actually we take know so us. long. Yeah, you yeah. just want to get out and, well, of course, the, you know. We, I mean, right now we we're just voices anyway. talking yeah. and, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Well, all right. I wanted to start with Kimmy. Oh, ladies yeah. first. Thank yeah. you. I mean, you both should polite. go first. But I feel like I go first a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Kimmy, and I only do karaoke when I'm drunk, and I've finally found my perfect karaoke song. Ooh, what is it? My Girl. Ooh. And I just want it. I thought of Sweet Caroline until I realized I don't actually know the lyrics. I only want to do it just so everyone can sing the chorus. It's a really good everyone in yeah. song. Yeah. It's Friends in Low Places, Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Like, everyone knows the song. But right? I had an issue because there's more than just the chorus, and I don't know the rest of Sweet Caroline, so yeah. I was like, at least with my girl, I could sing the whole song, and I know it. With Sweet Caroline, I literally was up there, I was like, ah, oh, crap, what are these lyrics? I'm trying to read them and sing. Not in beat, not in tune, not knowing what's happening until it's like, Sweet Caroline! Well, yeah, you fall that. out when the chorus comes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but People are counting on that. Like, oh, they yeah. don't expect you to know the words, they expect you to know the yeah. chorus, because that's all they know. You could honestly just stand there and say nothing throughout most of the verse, and then... I watched six people get up to do a rendition of Sabotage. Not one of them knew the words to Sabotage. But they knew, they knew the, uh, here it comes, y'all, it's the Sabotage part, right? They were usually off on the timing, oh, but like no. they would eventually, like halfway through it, they'd all end up getting in. It was there was like one guy who had the timing, but not most of the words. Yeah, yeah. You want to say the chorus, but there's really not much of a chorus. You know? No. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll since we're switching it up. I guess I'll go Ooh, next. Rotating right? around. Yeah. Uh, I'm Sam. I like curling, curling irons, oh. and curling up in a ball. Ooh. Yeah. When you say curling, do you mean curling like weights or curling like this, like the ice? Ice sport. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I expect it. Yeah. yeah. You like yeah. curling, curling, curling irons, and curling up in a ball An exa- on the, on yes. the floor. Anything to do with curling, I enjoy. Wait. Is that in order? Your hair's not long enough, I feel like, though, for curling iron. No offense. Actually, my 
hair does wave, so which is a type of curl. Wow. But yeah. you don't need a curling iron. That doesn't mean you can't respect it. Yeah. Well, I Look, guess. I respect a good curling iron. I respect the tampon. I don't use one, but I respect what it does. That was a jump. That was a big you, jump. You know what but I it's the same logic. But that was a bold jump. It was a bold move. I yeah. respect I've shown that I have strong feminist values. Yes, because we have taken a class on feminism and we do no more. I met a woman. Yes. This is why I know more about Silence, Kimmy. Oh! <laughs> Whoa! You know, I wanted to agree with you in the respect for tampons and go basically like, I respect the businesses that provide those tampons for people. But you know what? You had to go and use your misogynistic ways. Yeah, yeah look at you being a big old misogynist. I could see that you wanted to agree with me and I had to ruin it. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're just like, I'm Tommy and I'm misogynistic? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's mostly about the narcissism and that kind of bleeds into women are not me. Ergo, I don't like them. I don't like Samuel either just because he's not me. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't like people who aren't him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why it took so long for us to be friends. Yeah. Yes. Right? You had to break down a lot of We had to wait until second season two just to actually (laughs) be like, we're actually friends now. Halfway through (laughs) season two. We have it on tape. Yeah. Play it back right now. I will say I really do like the show. Sometimes I want to murder you, Tommy, but other times I thoroughly enjoy doing this. You like the show? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Tommy, go ahead. Shit on the show. Yeah, I, I like the show. I'm being honest. I like the show. You like the show. I like the show. Okay, that's good. We started from going not being friends, hating the show, no faith, to kind of friends liking the show. I never hated the show. You admitted we're friends, okay? We're friends now. <laughs> it's in the title. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. Now it is. Memories. Yes. Oh, great times. Hey, Tommy, speaking of memories, right? Uh, who are you? I just wanted to explain who I am because you know what? I'm loud. I'm proud. And I'm Tommy. Hey. That's it. Look That's my that. introduction. That was that was so thought. <laughs> you thought through on that one, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Came up with that minutes ago. Yeah. Whole minutes. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, in lieu of your way of going throughout today's show, Tommy, who are our sponsors? Uh, glue. How much do you think you can eat? Oh, that's a that's an amazing sponsor. That sponsor goes back to my good old days when I used to chug Elmer's glue. Someone left a whole bottle of Elmer's out recently, and but you got went down. You gotta take a sip of that, man. That's like that's the that's a sticky goodness that just clogs up your insides. You know what's better is putting it all up on your skin just to peel it all. Just to have it there. Oh yeah. You know it's that once it dries later. and mm-hmm. you peel it, what, you feel satisfying. that satisfying tug on your skin and hair. You'd what? think it would be bad, like a like a duct tape situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it it's refreshing. It's weirdly refreshing. Oh, and it works better if you use the liquid glue more yes. than you use uh, like the glue stick. Glue stick doesn't really work that well. Yeah, Never does, really. I hated kindergarten. Yes. I was I was too slow at coloring, so I was not doing well. Yeah. But that's you know that's a thing that I vividly remember from kindergarten is coloring and using glue sticks and just mm-hmm. hating it. Yeah, altogether. glue sticks, like, we could afford to give kids slightly better art supplies because oh, yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't break so much if they were better quality and less frustrating to use. Exactly. I mean... It's like no grown adult uses glue sticks. You never, you never get, you never see Mozart or, like, a, like a real painter running around with, like, the Rose Art uh, no. kit. I think, I, the pencils. only thing I think I use even glue nowadays is super glue. 
I don't use mm-hmm. any regular. You don't need to fuck around with the light stuff before you build to the real stuff. You just go straight to the end because you're like, I know I'm oh, going to yeah. need this eventually because it's going to keep coming undone. Mm-hmm. Let's get something real. Well, I want these two things stuck together permanently. Well, and I, I, yeah, and I even think that super glue has a nice aftertaste too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's because, earthy. Yeah, you use you use it, and then you get a little bit of a sniff, and, and you're I, like, and "Ooh, I love getting it stuck with." So you can oh, have your yeah. fingers like that, and your skin just feeling like a weird clump that you don't. Get, you have to like physically just rip off your skin. Yeah, yeah you gotta like you gotta take a little butter knife to it yeah. and just saw it for a little while. I did find <laughs> out you can get it off clothes. There is a way to do that because we were recently trying. You just need nail polish remover and a spoon. Oh, well, sure, but now you just dump nail polish remover on your clothes. It doesn't do anything with it, though. Really? Yeah, and then yeah. you wash it. You use a stain remover and wash it afterwards. You're fine. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have thought the nail polish remover had a much harsher effect. I've seen it. No. I've seen what it does to hard, uh, like wood tables. Yes. Yeah. yeah like yeah. varnishing. Yeah. Well, it's because it has. It's the acetane. I think that's in mm-hmm. Accutane. Yeah. Something like that. Um, All I know is it just smells really good. It, it smells does. like mold. Mm, it reminds me of Malor, and I don't like the taste of Malor, and also. As I don't know about you guys, but when I paint my nails and if I actually have to use nail polish remover and I taste it, the taste of it is just disgusting. I have to, I wasn't going to try Malort in my life, but I have to now just to fulfill my dream oh, of drinking man. nail polish that remover. Is next, that's next time's taste testers. Oh, yeah. I mean, we really could. <laughs> we'll do a taste test at the top of the episode and have a real interesting week. Yeah, I that's, have Malort at home. I'll bring it in. That, you guys want to get fired? Yeah, that, <laughs> that definitely won't be a messy episode. I mean, uh. you know, just drink it throughout. If you drink, we drink it throughout the show, it might get a little... Sloshy. Yeah, by the time music uh, music without music comes around, we won't even hear the music. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, guys, I think we've dilly-dallied enough into getting into today's weird news I have. Oh, yeah. Covering the news from around the world to your backyard, it is time for the news. The news. Uh, today's news is actually weird news. In this week's weird news, we have a granny who's made an accidental purchase, some new candle scents that you can get, and um, weird things happening in the UK involving snakes in pillowcases. Ooh. So we'll start off with the granny, because I think it's so amazingly funny. It's always a strong start. This grandma accidentally bought condoms thinking it was tea that she was buying oh geez the box is all red and it just it looks like i've seen the brands that are like all like the throat coat tea i I know you being voiceover i don't know i use it all yeah it's a similar box yeah but the thing is and also it's like but it says thin feel like that's what the flavor area would be for it says love sex over (laughs) duralex yeah i mean but (laughs) i just kind of look like a like a garbage pail kids version of tea yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it could be like, you know, it, it could be like words of encouragement on the box of tea. You know, it'd just be like, hey, you know, we're tea, but you should also love sex. I want to know what aisle the grandma found this in because tea yeah. and condoms are nowhere near the same aisle. Well, she's in the pharmacy section looking for something to soothe her throat and then goes, oh, wow, they, how convenient. They put the tea right here for me. Now I don't have to go like 
back and forth. Yeah. I don't know. If, uh, maybe it might be different in certain ones, but usually when I see for condoms, they're near like pregnancy tests, near like cleaning in like KY gels. And I usually don't mistake that for throat stuff. No. <laughs> well, I've seen them in like their own little section of the store where mm. it's like just a little shelf. And if you just thought, oh, tea shelf, like, like you just looked at that's one true. box and it's like, oh, tea right here. No, but that, 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 that's a problem on the store clerks putting the tea right next to the condoms. Well, what I want to know is soothing night. Whose grandma bought this, and then they thought we have to call the news now. Well, she posted on Facebook. Okay, she made a Facebook post take, talking about how her nanny went and got these, thinking they were tea bags, and that how she had to go return them for her grandma. Yeah, basically instead. So it's kind of get the fact of it getting like. Uh, out there and people sharing it. It was actually interesting. She had to write in there, this story is exclusively managed by Kennedy News and Media to license or use contact. You had to like reach out to somebody just to use this image because I guess it was so did, popular. Did we reach out to use the story? I haven't reached out to use the media. We haven't used the image. Mm. Yeah, we mm. haven't used the image. It was all more of that. It was licensing to use the image. Mm. The story, well, that's just going on everywhere. Yeah, I mean, if you, we won't post the picture, but like, you can find it. Uh, Maybe we'll just go to the store and buy our own. Yeah, just tea look bags. Tea bags. Look up wank, wank. grandma condoms. Grandma condoms. Grandma condoms. Yeah. Well, you know what you can look up is these new candles that smell like six different ingredients of a quarter pounder there at are McDonald's. Six ingredients. Um, you can get one that could smell like sesame seed bun. Ooh. Oh. Ketchup. Uh huh. Oh man. There's pickle. Oh, please say mustard. Um, cheese. Ooh. Oh, cheese candle. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's onion. cheese. Onion. Ooh. That's gonna be a strong scent. Ooh. I will pay for an onion candle yeah. just to put it in someone else's house. For someone Shrek's giving. Here's the best one to top it all off: a hundred percent fresh beef. Oh, they had to do that. Fresh they person. had to do that. That's great. You know, it's funny. I just think of that little girl meme voice where she's like, "I smell like beef." You guys ever see that? Yeah, I see that one. But no, this there's um, it's I guess a quarter pounder fan club. They have a new line of swag which include these candles. They also have a 2020 calendar that's quarter pounder calendar, quarter (laughs) pounder with love lockets, a quarter pounder like T-shirt, and I'd rather be eating a quarter pounder sticker. Everyone in that fan club is doing this for a joke. This is all irony. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know the quarter pounder had so much fandom behind it. To have all six different ingredients yes. have their own scented candle. That's that's impressive. Imagine lighting them all up at the same time. And you just smell quarter pounder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'd be hungry all the time. Be like, man, I could go for a quarter pounder. Or just like, God. yeah, but I think if you're part of the quarter pounder fan club, you're constantly thinking, man, I could probably go for a quarter pounder right now. I don't think I've ever had a quarter pounder. Whoa. Isn't it like I mean, a, get like a McDouble. Like a, yeah, I was going to say, it just yeah. sounds like a I, cheeseburger. I love doing no. the daily doubles, basically. I do the two cheeseburgers. Okay. Well, that's but a easy. quarter pounder is a main staple. I mean, you get the quarter pounder with cheese. Mm. I'll well, do two McDoubles. Yeah. That's that's Tommy's order. Two McDouble, no pickle. The daily double, when they brought it back like permanently, it's never like on the menu, but it's back permanently. But it's like the lettuce, the tomato, mayo, and like cheese and two patties. Basically, like a double cheeseburger. But well, here's a here's a fun fact. Um, did you know that in Europe they don't have quarter pounders, so they actually call it the Royale with, with cheese. cheese. What? Yeah. All right. You never saw Pulp Fiction. 
Uh, I have, but I don't remember that factoid um, like, specifically. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, if we're going to talk about, you know, UK and stuff. Well, I did just want to say this episode is sponsored by eating glue. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Recommend it over a ketchup candle. <laughs> <laughs> Get your get your first rate glue candle over at your local supermarket. I do want to just buy the ketchup one and the onion one oh, and yeah. light that up in someone else's vent. Ooh, and just yeah. let the smell of ketchup and onions yeah. waft through their home. That like someone's so cooking delightful. good right now. <laughs> just do the hundred percent fresh beef. Beef. Yeah, Especially if they're vegetarians or vegans, and then just oh. Uh, It'd be torturous. Oh, that is, be kind of fun, that is such a great gift for a right? vegan or a vegetarian. It's like, here you go. I know you hate beef, but if you like the smell of this. You won't eat it, but now you can experience <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. I'm sure you're happy. I miss beef so much, I waft every night. Okay, that would be so weird. I need to get through the day. Yeah, right. All right, so let's get through my final story for you guys. This doesn't involve food. This doesn't involve making mistake in a purchase. This involves a weird thing that keeps happening to a fire department in the Northeast England um, or fire station. I should say they have now for a second week in a row found a pillowcase with 16 snakes. Was it exactly 16 both times? Well, last time it was 13 and they were like pythons. These ones have more of like corn snakes and, and and a carpet python. There are a variety of of snakes. Last week it was all pythons. This week it's only one python and 15 corn snakes. They got 16 snakes, some of which are of different species, into a bag without killing each other. (laughs) Right? That's actually... That's That's a a skill in itself. But I still... The bigger question is, why? There's someone somewhere who is breeding snakes after snakes going, they're not getting it. Why aren't they understanding the message? (laughs) It's so clear. (laughs) They live together. I'm trying to show this. They're not killing each other. Fire department, notice. Don't you see? (laughs) Nobody understands. This reminds me of like a few years ago when that guy robbed a bank and threw the money on Taylor Swift's front yard. Really? Yeah, it was this whole plan to like get her to notice him, and she was just like, "Why does she? She no, doesn't need more money." I, mean, I will return the money, please. <laughs> I'd be like, "Please, no." Well, well, she's also had many people try to break into her home too. Oh, well, I was surprised. Yeah, I'm, Hollywood's I'm, rough. I'm surprised <laughs> they got thirteen pythons because there's only six of them. Wait, hang on, hang on. I get this joke. I have to. I have to turn around and think about it. As Tommy turns around, he looks very, like, concisive in his thinking and figuring out what Samuel had just said. He's putting his hands to his face as if defeated. He is going to cheat and use the internet instead of just using his brain power. He has his tongue sticking out and he looks very focused. He has much thought in his eyes. You've really stumped him. I know. This is... Yep, don't get it. Monty Python. What... There's six members. <laughs> that was it? Yes. Okay. I mean, my brain went to Monty Python. I just, I, don't, I didn't know the exact Why number. Why did you say it? <laughs> I just, I didn't, I didn't have a connection to the number yet. Like, I, I just, I heard Python and my brain went, oh, Monty Python. But then you said six and I was like, ah, wait, mm, I don't know. Well, mm. If it makes you feel better, these 
They're all healthy and okay. They took him to a vet's office. It actually oh. does make me feel better. Yeah. I like, have no explanation, or they have no explanation because they're still trying to figure out because like no one understands why in this same spot they've gotten And snakes. friends, we'll follow the story as it unfolds. I know. I kind of want to know now. Like, meh. Tune in next week at the News at 10. If anything happens between now and our next show, we will break into whatever segment's happening and whatever podcast you're listening to at the time, yeah. uh, we'll jump in with an update. Yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll blast right through any podcast you're listening we to. We will also be cutting off Ira Glass. <laughs> yes. In whatever he's doing, whether it's NPR or just brushing his teeth. We, we will, will be interrupting Ira Glass. We will shatter the glass. Breaking the glass ceiling. Yes. Hi, it's Rick. And I'm Dave. From Minutia Men. And here is What's Wrong With You, Florida on And Friends. What's wrong with you, Florida? Hey, wait a second. We do this bit. You did that, like, on time. Jesus. You're, like, really on time today, Tommy. Jumped ahead of it. Wow. I wasn't on time for the first show, so I have to be on time with everything See, else. See, I just want to know, is he doing this because he wants to be good for the show, or if he just wants to get away from us faster? I, I think he's just doing it as a very, very deep bit. It's 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 a little That's of true. all of those, but like also Tony said the word sponsor today, and I was like, oh, there's a prospect of money sometime in the future. <laughs> yes. I should step up my game. Oh, wow. Look at that. He finally realized. How long did it take? What season yeah. are we on? Uh, we're on season <laughs> three. That's how I was at season one. Well, <laughs> Give me about three months and I'll move and we'll have a whole new problem to do. Yeah, right. Uh, Hey, speaking of Florida, because you just played the thing, uh, I have three fantastic Florida stories that I hope you're all going to enjoy. They have a wide variety, kind of like your news stories, Kimmy. Um, First one is Florida man dressed as Fred Flintstone pulled over for driving footmobile. Was it like the same? Uh, well, uh, a Florida man was dressed as Fled Flintstone, as I had said earlier, and he was pulled over and given a, uh, a citation uh, from law enforcement just days before, uh, just days after Halloween. The sheriff deputy pulled over the barefoot man that appeared to be driving a smart cart decked out as a footmobile from the cartoon show The Flintstones. Oh my God! Deputies said the man was speeding and became unruly and had to be detained. Wait, how do you speed with that? He was in a smart car. But, well, but it was it was like a footmobile though, right? I mean, was oh, he yeah. running? No, no, uh, it, it looked like he was running. Oh. I'll, I'll, I know. I'll bring up the picture. Um, uh, I had so much respect for this man until I heard he wasn't running. I was like, yeah. I'll accept that he was unruly on the speeding <laughs> ticket, but then. Uh, I would be more impressed by well, like running into a man that's speeding, running. Here, this if, if you go to it here, I'll, I'll pop the link right there. Um, click on it. Uh, our viewers are gonna love this. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I think that that'll be our Instagram post. Oh I, wow! I think it's it's really interesting because it's really it's a decked out smart car that looks like a. He even took oh, the doors off. It gotcha. looks kind of like like they attached a sled to the smart car. Yeah. It looks like they put just mud everywhere on it because yeah. yeah. the paint just makes me think of mud. It's very like very like bone colored. It's it's he went all out for this. He really you did. Gotta give him I give props. Uh, but I thought, you know, maybe next time, yabba dabba, don't include cars in your <laughs> Halloween costume. Wow. I mean, yeah. you can, just don't speed. What's yeah. unnerving is that this is multiple days after Halloween. I know, he really and committed. And he's still going. Oh, yeah. What's oh. even more unnerving is it's February and yeah. we're still talking about it. Oh, even the police officer, when he's writing down a citation, he picked out a bird and chiseled it into the stone. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, next story. 
this one's a fun one. Uh, Pensacola sex offender climbs 365-foot radio tower to flee from the police. Where are you going to go after you go up the 365 I mean, let him go, right? Yeah. He's just, okay. He just hung out there. Uh, a man was uh, failing to register as a sex offender in Pensacola, so he climbed a 365-foot-tall radio tower, uh, sparking an hour-long standoff. Uh, sparking hours-long standoff and interrupting broadcasts to several several area radio stations. That'll convince <laughs> them you're not a sex offender. Yeah, it it took them seven hours to get the man down. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, according to the police, uh, the man had been staying in a homeless camp, a homeless camp near the tower. So when officers were conducting a routine patrol to like find the man, um, he took off uh, when the officers tried to arrest him running about 100 feet to the tower where he started to climb. So pretty much uh, he said that he would threaten to jump about 300 feet during the confrontation, and occasionally he would, like, break every 20 for, like, 20 minutes while climbing up and down sometimes. So he just kept shimmying up and down the tower. Oh, man, that... I don't even... He's free climbing. Oh, yeah. At way too high a height with no plan. No. It's 365 feet in the air. My arms would be tired, especially seven hours of, like, hanging on and having to hold. Like, it's like, man, I just want to... I mean, you could sit, kind of, but not comfortably. Yeah, I mean, you're you're never going to... Like, you always want to keep your arms in it because, like, you're... Even, like, climbing up a tree, oh, yeah. you're like, I'm worried that I'm going to fall just sitting here. I got to yeah. grab onto something. Yeah, and he affected, like, broadcasts from, like, a news radio, a county radio, and ESPN. You know, they were all wow. probably talking oh. about him being like, yeah, the reason why we're having issues is because this asshole is on the radio tower. Oh, but I bet they got the best ratings they got in a long time with that one. True, it's like a seven-hour stand standoff then they're getting like the publicity because not only are they covering it but probably other stations are yeah. and asking them about it oh yeah if you can get someone out there to report that shit live oh, yeah. yeah that's gold well yeah. i was surprised that the police didn't whip out the biplanes to try and get him down you got that one out of your system yeah i got that one out all right that was a good one though right do you get it hold on i'm missing something is there a pun no it's king kong Oh my god. I'm terrible today. Are they all connected to movies today? Uh No. He had to look through, he had to look <laughs> he had to find one that wasn't, but uh, well, I was thinking got a lot of movie connection puns going on. I here. Uh, uh I got the last one now. Um uh last Florida story. I pulled you over. Florida man arrested for DUI after pulling cop over to ask for directions. <laughs> Uh, a Florida man was arrested and charged with drunk driving and possession of cocaine Saturday after he managed to pull a cop over to ask for directions to an auto parts store. The, the way he pulled him over was by flashing his vehicle high beams at a deputy squad car. So he was just driving on the highway, saw a squad car, and was like, hey, pull over, please. Uh, he, he pulled, uh, the deputy pulled this uh, vehicle over and spoke with the Florida man who smelled of alcohol and had bloodshot watery eyes and was unsteady on his feet. He asked him how much the Florida man had been drinking the night and he said that he was legally disabled and had only drank two shots of bourbon hours ago. So he agreed to take a sobriety test. He failed that and when the deputy searched his vehicle... He found a more than half an empty bottle of whiskey, a cup of dark liquid that smelled like alcohol, and there was also a 15-year-old passenger in his vehicle. Jesus. Oh, what? Yeah. 
that they left that at the end of the story. How they, do you not lead there? I don't know. Why was that not the first thing he found in the car? I don't know. He's just like whiskey, something else alcoholic. Oh, hey, teenager. <laughs> what are you doing here? But yeah, and they, they don't do anything else with the rest of the story. Literally, the story just ends there. It's like, and there was also a 15-year-old. And that's it. it. That's the way the news goes. What a guy. What a guy. It's sad how normal sounding this seems. Like, yeah, they found some drugs. They found some alcohol. Oh, and a 15-year-old passenger. Yeah. Was he actually in the passenger seat or was he in, like, the trunk? I don't know. That literally all they said was that there was a 15-year-old passenger in the vehicle. I'd like to I'd like to assume that they would have told us if he was, like, in the trunk, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they left it to the very end anyway. It is odd. I, yeah. I, yeah. Also, I mean, it's not the oddest part of the whole story, considering the man pulled over a cop. Why did he need to go to an auto parts store so badly while drunk? God knows. This guy was drunk and blitzed out of his brain. I just love the idea of him being like, I'll pull you over. <laughs> You'll never catch me if I pull you over first. <laughs> when that comes to what I thought about it is, is, you know, that's what happens when you pull over a cop. You go to jail. Am I missing a reference? No, that's just that's a, just it. That's just a statement. Okay, all right. I, yeah, yeah. I was looking for a Monopoly reference. I heard "go to jail." I just, I just started. I started no, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to make a joke. That's just what happens. Yeah, that's yeah, that's directly what happens. Yeah. Why has your wrap up said "I am the law" for the past three weeks? Because uh, I had it for a law-related one, and I've just enjoyed it being there ever since. And I it am makes enjoying you mad it so yeah. much. I think you've commented on it you, before. Did I? You commented yeah. on like every show. It's only been two more, yeah, <laughs> and I'll do it for the next five. Yeah. I like that it fits on this one, though. Yeah, well, you know, it kind of fits with our sponsor, too, you know. Glue. Yeah. Drink it. Well, then, if you like this and have <laughs> friends, then be sure to check out some other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like... Uh, Minutia Men <laughs> by day. Rick Kempfer and David Stern are consumers of worthless information. Each week, they share their newest worthless information in the podcast, Minutia Men. I, I feel like half of that doesn't exist. What do you mean? I said by day. Isn't there like a by night or something? Yeah. There, I feel, I feel like, like this, this is a bit shortened. <laughs> no, that's what it's on there. All right. Let me, yeah, let I, me read it again. Dude, I, I mean, dude, yeah, just run through one more sentence so we have more smooth. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I think we did take some stuff out of like, but it's like, no, this is like, podcast, this is directly know. from the promo I sheet. I know. I mean, I think day. they shortened it. I know oh, okay. that we didn't shorten just it. Just take We're out the by anything. day, I would say. Just don't Rick say Kempfer and David Stern are consumers of worthless information. Each week they share their newest worthless information in the podcast, Minutia Men. I like Minutia Men. I really do. And if you like Minutia Men, go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts and just search Radio Misfits. You know, they stole the uh, Florida Man idea from us. They did. Hey, we'll be right back. <laughs> this is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Uh, this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. My grandma's got a tea bag. Speaking of bags, big bag of drugs. My brush with the Empire Carpet Man. Our interview with Mike Toomey from WGN. All that and unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. <laughs> the Tony Lasano Podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radio Misfits.com. If you missed Losano or Losano and friends, here's what you missed. I feel like you go into a motel, you just search for cameras instantly. That's got to be like your first reaction. Anywhere you intend to be nude, 
You should just check. How about you just don't be nude in a motel? Well, I no, feel no, like I, that'd be smart. I, think, I should just not true. get changed or take a shower. No, I no. think. Wait, but you're, I think you're missing my point. I'm worried that I'm not going to be on camera. Mm. I want footage of me. You're the only one who wants to be filmed. Oh. Unknowingly doing something ridiculous. Right, because I would be curious. Wouldn't you be curious to see what you do? No. Yeah, like just the mundane. Right. That's how I spend my time. You, sp you spend four hours doing that? Why? <laughs> As you fast forward, you go, I'm not even moving. Look at that. I am stationary for hours. <laughs> I didn't even get up and that bag just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> Where did it come from? <laughs> Radio Misfits. Get more Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever the f*** it's called. All right, guys. You guys ready for some sex toy box? Heck yeah. I'm not playing the intro to this one this week. We we, we say every you week. Gotta it's, it. it's, it's you gotta play it. It's terrible. You gotta play it. You have to play it. Play it. Play it. Play it. Play it. Oh. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. <laughs> Wouldn't it be neat to have a show where you just randomly said sex talk? Sexy. <laughs> we don't find that sexy. It's we don't do sex talk. We don't do the bit. I know. Well, we I, didn't do the bit when we did the bit. Now we really don't do the bit. Well, I was <laughs> doing sex talk, but I'm trying to be less graphic. No, I mean, you, we do this, we do talk about sex. You're still doing that bit. It's just that we don't do the bit where anytime sex came up, we just go, sucks talk. Like, we don't do that no, bit. No, that so, bit didn't, so even, the intro doesn't, that didn't even make it off the, the runway. This no. is what it turned into. True, because we completely were Because <laughs> that. that was what the intro that we just played was yeah. about. If it's up to me, we just shorten it down to... Um, Sexy. Yeah, just Steve <laughs> yeah. going. Sexy. You want to know what's funny? I know you love it so much. That's my least favorite thing. Oh, that's my really? favorite thing. Yeah. Well, it's because I want it to be my ringtone. <laughs> I just always think of like a seventies porno. Anyway, yeah, that's that's what I think yeah, of every time I see Steve Baskerville. Oh my god! <laughs> well, guys, today's story oh, and I'm topics so we have for this one is about pornos in the porn industry. Woo! Oh yeah. Well, it's kind of more like somewhere California gets freaky, or people in California. People in California. Um, the first one is. A little thing about the Santa Monica Public Library. Mm. Uh, apparently, there's been some outrage after an adult film was shot there during the daytime. Yeah. Luckily, no little kids saw it. But the, I think <laughs> the I video saw goes on for more than 10 minutes or yeah. so. I mean, well, did they clear the room? Did they have? No. 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 That's 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 a that's a niche thing. A lot. It's, and they a lot also of people started like it. this outside. Like she was topless outside. Yep. Wow. In front yeah. of the library. It's, it's it's like expeditionary Ex stuff. Exhibitionism, Ex I believe, is the word you're looking not for. Not expeditions. Look, I'm not against the public sex uh, uh, niche, yeah. let's yeah. say. I'm not against it, but like, you've got to clear the area a bit and be like, hey, here's the deal. If you're mm. comfortable with this being here, that's fine, but you can't just... But that's not part of the thrill. Well, but none of actual porn is, though. It's all fake yeah it's all lies smoke mirrors and this is like bad contracts this is like reality porn yeah you know like no. reality tv reality porn is that weird stuff where they're like the Point pizza man comes something. in oh, yeah. and that's not reality porn that's classic teaches you porn. to do yoga <laughs> yeah that's classic porn yeah i don't know why we call it reality porn it's the opposite of reality 
No, I know, but I mean, but no that's the porn. same thing the with reality, reality TV. The only reality porn and real porn is like when it's a point of view or a homemade video. Virtual reality porn. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. That's the future. Uh, that is the future. <laughs> Tommy's grinning from cheek to cheek. Buying a, <laughs> buying a vibe. Uh, O-E. We know who will be their maybe first we can, client. Maybe we can get, um, get that business expensed. If we can right. convince Tony <laughs> that we need virtual reality for a segment... Oh, for sure. And then sure. I take it home. It never returns. Oh, it comes back sticky. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. Uh, so, so, um, so she shot, they, they shot the film in the library, right? Yeah. And technically the city leaders say it, it could be a misdemeanor, but unless it was witness is for it, there's really nothing they can do. Well, this no one's directly pressing charges as a result, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just the parents have been all like pissed off and like saying like, what are you going to do about this? Well, I this, mean, this reminds me of like, you what know, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> like, and that's how porn starts. Yes. Whoa. And they're both get closer. It's like, I know what I'm going to do about it. Just, just an angry PTA board and all of a city council just making eyes at each other. Like make me. <laughs> that's the most, that's the most intense porno i could ever think of because absolutely nothing will happen it'll all just be like conjecture yeah <laughs> brown versus board of education but make it sexy same name the next kind of story i have for you guys talks about a famous oh he's a director yes i was like famous director's daughter who is launching her adult entertainment career okay I'm, I'm surprised you couldn't think that this was a famous you had to you had to convince yourself that this was a famous director you're gonna I, expect this to be like some german like oscar winner no, no. it's steven spielberg it's yeah steven. it's steven spielberg i know when i wrote look, <laughs> like it, i looked at it first and i was like thinking i don't know why my brain couldn't think like steven spielberg i was like all i could think of was like et and then I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, shit, did he write E.T. for a second? Did he do this? So I was like, director, director. Sorry. <laughs> I had a brain fart. I was more focused on the fact that he supports his daughter's endeavors in going into the adult entertainment business. Well, good for her. Mm-hmm. Good, good for both of them. I mean, yeah. you know, it's good to, I'm glad that we are getting sex workers some of the credit they deserve. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of creepy. What's creepy? Well, okay. Sp- well, Spielberg I mean, his, is like dad. Yeah, he's like, involved. go for it, honey. I haven't been waiting for this for years. I mean, both the parents both support it, so mom too. It's got to be one of those things where your parents just are just like, okay, I definitely don't watch porn anymore, so like this is safe for me. <laughs> I, I hope so. And she's twenty three, so you know, yeah. she can make her own decision. Yeah. Okay. The thing that's really confusing in like the interview, she was saying that. You know, she was going to be producing like solo porn, but I think she's oh. producing it because they said she is not going to be like on it because she has a 47 year old. Um, she's engaged to a 47 year old man. Uh, what? That also shocked me there, too. That's I was just a like, whole new yeah. thing. Oh, I was like, that's information I did not know about well, her. All, all you have to do these days is make an OnlyFans and then you're practically a porn star anyways. That's yeah. true, right? So she'll probably just make her own little thing, you know, pay me five bucks a month. Well, basically, I That's feel the way like to go be your own boss. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's yeah. a great business. You don't she's, have to sign looking, any terrible. She's contracts. actually getting her sex worker license for Tennessee. I didn't know there was a specific oh, she, license. What does she want yeah, to be like I an escort or something? Or? I don't. It says that she just there's a license you can get for, which I did not know. Um, I mean, I her name she's gonna go by is gonna be Sugar Star. Oh, uh, come on. I just like how she pointed out she will not have not engage in sex on camera with anyone else. Her um, unless her name's Michaela and because of her engagement to this guy Chuck, but I'm wondering it's like 
I know he's supporting, but doesn't mean he's going to support and be involved in it because... You know, if she's going to be in it, is she just going to produce? Is she going to try to go into it? Will Spielberg direct? That's my question. (laughs) My question, too, is why didn't she just keep Michaela Spielberg? That's much more of a puller than whatever the hell she's calling herself. Actually, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, because I mean, you have to come up with a name, but like either one of those names is a good jumping off point. Better than Sugar Star. Yeah, that's I like I'm supportive of the idea as a whole, but that name sucks. What, yeah. what about, um, I'm trying to think of Spielberg movies. Well, the thing is, the reason why she, he shouldn't be involved in this anyway is because she's trying, the whole point of this is her goal is to earn enough money to not have to rely on her daddy's money. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to have to be a lot of money. Side <laughs> note. Sparkle jaws. I got one. Oh. E.T., the extra testicle. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I, I said what if she spark- starts doing that, like taking her dad's yeah. movies, all of Ooh. them, and just making Sexual the Sexual encounters motion. of the third kind. Schindler's Babe. Ooh. That's, that's risque. Uh, well, Schindler's Fist, I believe, is the... Oh, yeah, you're right. Schindler's... Uh, yeah. It's nice that she's doing this because, you know, she's doing this for her mental health and her alcoholism issues she's been oh, battling with. Yeah. She wants to take all the energy she's kind of put into empowering herself and her body and, like, you know, capitalize on it. You, uh, you, okay. you also yeah. don't have to change Jaws. You could just keep it Jaws. Jaws. Yeah. 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 Oh God! You guys are still thinking about porn. Indiana, Indi- Indiana blows. I mean, she would definitely get some money from that using her dad's name, R- like movie. Titles. That's what she should have gone with, Crystal Skull. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Indiana, Indiana blows. Indiana Ra- bones. Indiana bones. Raiders of the Lost. Fart. No, that doesn't sound right. There's something better with with Raiders. I feel it. We'll come back to it. We'll loop around. The last. The last. Uh, Temple of Dom. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> if she ever needs, you know, some writing buddies. Yeah. We've got ideas. Yeah. Michaela Springberg, Spielberg, hit us up. If you're listening. If you are listening. We, we have titles for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all we're going to give you is titles. I don't, want, I don't want to direct. I don't want to take that out of your hands. No. But like, no. we have titles. Yeah. We might be like it has to be. It has to be true to the title. Mm-hmm. We're not going to change anything else. I won't compromise on no, that. No, it has to stay true. So as you guys get your head out of the clouds and <laughs> ass here, gutter, you, you gutter, <laughs> all of the above and below. No. Whoa, <laughs> sexy. <laughs> oh God, I'm you boys. Are you? Are you? You got some things of history that aren't as uh, perverted for us. I think so. It is, it is time, time for next, next week's week. today. We're going to start out with March 4th, 1966. Uh, this was when the Beatles were more popular than Jesus. I might say that's happening again today. With the Beatles? I, I think the Beatles stand at higher popularity rankings than Christ. I would... I present that to you. I would disagree. We'll do a poll. Um, <laughs> We're gonna, do a, we're gonna do a Twitter poll. Yeah, apparently, uh, <laughs> apparently, John Lennon said, "Christianity will go; it will vanish and shrink." I needn't argue about that. I'm right, and I'll be proved right. We're more popular than Jesus now. I don't know which will go first, rock and roll or Christianity. Jesus was all right, but his disciples were thick and ordinary. It's them twisting it that ruins it for me. Whoa! I know. I didn't know it was okay. that. 
I didn't know he was that harsh. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. No, uh, so I take it he's a not a Christian. No, <laughs> no. And it kind of explains why they started burning all of their albums. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, same, gotcha. same day in 1933, 33 years earlier. Isn't that crazy? Um, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. You remember who said that? Franklin D. Roosevelt. That's damn right. We uh, have only two things to fear. Fear and polio. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that came up. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Little known fact, he hid it from most people. Everyone yes. knew he had polio, but it was kind of like a hidden secret. That's why they put a front on the desk so that in pictures you couldn't see that he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. And when he gave speeches, he would always wear braces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not on his teeth, though. Wow. Yeah, that would have given him the wrong message, yeah. I think. March 5th. <laughs> Sorry, I'm lost in time. I want something else. Keep uh, going. March 5th, the Iron Curtain, 1946. Winston Churchill remarks, an Iron Curtain has descended across the continent, referring to the big Russian threat. Is it... I'm sorry. This I'm... is way... What, what? What happened? Is it... I'm trying to really think of a good one. Do you think it's Raiders of the Moist Tart? What the heck? <laughs> I told you we'd come back to it. I'm coming back. Yes. I didn't think we were coming back to it yet. <laughs> I think, I, actually, I think that is That's Raiders it? of the Moist Tart, yeah. Okay, cool. All yeah. right, we got it. So moving on. You yeah. said something about the, the Iron Curtain? <laughs> I'm not going to repeat it. Uh, uh, March 5th, 1989, Kimmy is checked out. I just can't believe that's what he says after that statement. I waited because he looked like he was going to speak. So I was like, okay, I'll give Tommy the floor. I regret giving him the floor. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to, to look so lost in thought as I trailed off. Yeah, I mean, well, you, if, you, if you have it, you might as well say it, yeah, right? Sorry, yeah. I, I got in the zone. Yeah, okay. The comedy zone. Mark, um, Peanut gallery. Uh, March 5th, 1989, <laughs> convicted killer accidentally electrocutes himself. <laughs> accidentally Whoops. electrocutes himself. Uh, Michael Anderson Godwin, a convicted killer, once sentenced to the electric chair, accidentally electrocuted himself to death while sitting on a metal toilet repairing a set of earphones. Sentenced to the electric chair for murder, Godwin got his sentence overturned on appeal only to die on an electric toilet. What I a way to go. It right? was always in the cards for him to get electrocuted. Yeah. It's like a Final Destination thing. Right? Yeah. It's like he dodged it and then it came back around the same way. Mm -hmm. I thought, were the headphones then like plugged into something? Don't you need that power to help? It was 1989. You don't know what type of headphones he had, <laughs> right? Who knows? That is very true. Right. The headphones could have been connected to five. Also, who repairs a set of headphones on a toilet? Uh, have you ever accidentally unplugged headphones while you were on the toilet? I don't wear headphones on the toilet. Well, my thinking is it's a metal toilet. I get the feeling he's currently in prison because where else have you found a metal toilet? Yeah. So I'm thinking he's got nowhere better to sit. Unless you're in a fairground. I've seen them in fairgrounds. Really? Yes. I only see porta potties there. Troughs. Well, Troughs? certain ones. They you won't have. sit on a trough, though. Isn't oh. that what you guys pee in? At, at baseball games where they yeah. treat us like herds of Allegedly. livestock. Allegedly. Do they actually put ice in there and stuff like that? Allegedly. Allegedly there's ice. <laughs> Allegedly. It's mostly just piss at a certain point. Yeah. Oh, God. Love baseball. <laughs> All right. March 6th. Uh, this episode sponsored by the Cubs. 
<laughs> and glue. March 6, uh, 1992, the one of the first widespread convert, uh, computer viruses begins affecting computers, the Michelangelo virus. I never knew about this. Why was it called the Michelangelo vi- virus? Uh, I don't know. Because it was groundbreaking in its field. Mm. And it the, was a turtle. This wasn't the one that the FBI used as like a... Because mm. I know there was something that they used in like 80s or 90s to rope in hackers. Because it was like hackers would get curious and follow the trail, and then they would get grabbed and be like, okay, well, if you want us to not try you for hacking crimes, no, you have to hack for us now. This wasn't this. This was a virus made by uh, someone in Australia. It was discovered in Australia. Mm. Um, it just messed with the opera. Uh, it messed with the boot sector. I don't know. But Ask Australia boots. doesn't exist. <laughs> it's just a big molting rock. Um, uh, March 6th. Someone was born. Who? One-armed MVP baseball player Pete Gray. Ooh. Yeah. American one-armed pro baseball player. Having lost his right arm as a child, he was a right-hander, and he learned to bat and field with his left arm. Wow. Known as the one-armed wonder. He batted a point, uh, .218 as an outfielder for St. Louis and was a Southern Association 1944 MVP. Yeah. This shows that, you know, you don't have to have all your limbs to do everything. No. The one-armed bandito batted a .218, and I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> when he said that, I was like, is this number good, bad? I'm not a when, person to When I read it, I also did not know how good or bad it was. Instead do of us Googling now? it, no. instead of us Googling it, just have someone send us a message. Yeah. You know, contact us. We Tell need us. to call Minutia Men. One of them likes baseball, I believe. Didn't they make a book? Yes. yes. All about the Cubs. Rick Kempfer wrote a book. Yes. Yeah. Rick Kempfer, love baseball. Uh, Call Rick Kempfer. Rick Kempfer, no baseball. <laughs> Rick Kempfer, no baseball. Uh, March, <laughs> down. March 7th, 1953. We're on the next day. Sex change woman of the year. Ooh. Christine Jorgensen is selected woman of the year by the Scandinavian Societies of Greater New York. She was previously George Jorgensen. Before a sex change operation, she became the first widely known sex change recipient in the U.S. I thought I just thought that was really cool. I didn't know it went back to 1953 being the first. That's, Although, that's really awesome. it goes even further. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I meant like being like the first. But you like know, to have a sex change. Known yeah. sex change. But I was about to say uh, the title that they gave it in 1953 really shows us the times we are in because the title for the story on the New York Daily News was "XGI Becomes Blonde Bombshell." Oh wow. <laughs> I mean, I obviously I'm happy for for getting in the right body, but I'm also happy for for getting out of the worst name of George Jorgensen. <laughs> like I'd find a way to change my name even if I wasn't trans at that point. Yeah, George Jorgensen. Yeah, you want to be more Scandinavian guy? Come on. I mean, she's Christine Jorgensen. Yeah, Christine Jorgensen sounds better though. You know? I'm more mad at the parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Next day, March... Oh, no, same day, March 17th, 1876, Alexander Graham Bell receives a patent for his telephone. It's the first time the telephone ever existed. Mm. Isn't that cool? When was the last time you used a landline for anything <laughs> but telling telemarketers to screw off? I don't have a landline. I use it at work all the time. I wish I had That's a landline. That's because it's I better to have go. landlines and radio. <laughs> That's fair. I had a rotary phone. I wish I, wish I had it. Man, really? 
I had a light up one when someone would call, it would light up, but no one ever called me, so it never lit up, so I got really sad. I was like, eh. <laughs> like That is actually a bummer. I never got to like see it light up, so I'd be like, ah, I'm waiting, and it would never light up. I would be the one calling people. I stupid. thought about buying a ringtone once, and I was like, for a dollar, this isn't very much money. And then I was like, but also, I keep my phone on vibrate, and I tell people not mm. to call me. Yeah. yeah. So this is not useful. This is not a useful spending of a dollar. Um, March 8th. I think we all remember this, and I'm I'm wow, not I'm not sure. Fourteen. Yeah, right. Uh, Malaysian Airlines Flight 370 disaster. If you guys remember that. Yeah, right. they they never found it, right? No, the aircraft disappeared from air traffic controllers radar scanners. Malaysian military radars continued to track the aircraft as it deviated westward from its planned path. Uh, it left the range of Malaysian military radar while over the Adman Sea, uh, and it just disappeared. 12, Mala- 12 Malaysian crew members and 227 passengers were just gone. No distress signal, nothing. Isn't that cool? That's so weird. That's, yeah. I wouldn't say cool. It's still shocking. Yeah. It's just so weird because it's like you think about how much of the world is ocean that like if you just drop into the ocean at any random point, they'll yeah. never find you. Mm. No. So much ocean and it's so deep. Yeah. That That was really deep. I hate the ocean. <laughs> Have I ever told you guys this? No. I hate the ocean. Deep ocean is my worst fear. I was going to mm. say, like, those fears of, like, the darkness, because it's an, they figure out what the fear's name is, but there's a fear of being afraid of the, the dark parts of the ocean. It's not the even, dark like... dark waters and deep waters. Like the, like, the deep and dark... Like, the dark water is scary, like, in itself. It's the fact that you are completely suspended in an environment you don't belong in with a bunch of really angry creatures that are <laughs> giant and belong there. Yeah. They are better at getting around than you are, and they want you to die. Mm. And I'm not game. <laughs> well, you are game to them. <laughs> yes! I am the least dangerous game <laughs> in comparison to the giant squid. They're massive. Well, here, uh, here. Are this you might okay? never make me scuba dive. <laughs> this this might lighten up the mood a little bit. Uh, March eighteenth, seventeen seventy five. Slavery. The first article proposing the emancipation of African slaves in America and the abolition of slavery is published. The title was African Slavery in America. Seems you know. Seems kind of straightforward, and it was published anonymously. However, a lot of people think it was Thomas Paine. That's a win. Yeah. We don't have a lot of wins here, and I'm glad that we got one in the room. I mean, most of this has been pretty lighthearted, I have to say. I don't well, know. Malaysian Airlines yeah. disappeared, convicted. Ki- okay, actually, no. That, okay, most of these right, are wins. They, I mean, they did pretty good. <laughs> I try. I really try. The Malaysian tried. Airlines is the one that's 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 a bummer. Well, let's keep moving on, and we'll just enjoy it. Okay. No one's responding. Oh. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> M- March 9th, nineteen fifty-nine. This one I thought was cool. Barbie. Mattel introduces a doll that would become an American icon. Barbie was the first mass-produced toy doll in the U.S. with adult features. I don't like how they worded that, but it's pretty crazy. No one even (laughs) buys Barbie anymore. I used to have so many Barbies. Like, it was crazy. 
I don't even know if Barbie's still a thing. It is. No, it is. It uh, is, but it isn't. It's not as crazy as it was. There's troll yeah. dolls. There's Polly Pockets. Mm. There's other little ones. It doesn't have the market cornered like it once did. I, I exactly. think that like American Girl doll has the market well, cornered. American they Girl charge the most. The thing is, they're more for like a certain age. After a while, Barbie's mm. kind of like a path through it. It's because like Barbie, you can do stuff with different multiple Barbies. Because American Girl doll, you're only getting one of those things because of how expensive they are. Yeah. If you but get like multiple, collectors I'm kind of like, too. well, yeah, yeah. Older ladies can like collect them a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I never had one. I never wanted one. I will say, speaking of this, though, uh, they finally showed a teaser of the Baby Yoda that's going to come to the, oh, God, what's that store? Disney uh, Build-A-Bear. Oh, oh Build-A-Bear. cool. Build-A-Bear. They did it. They previewed it. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'd rather do that, though. Yeah. See, that's another competition Bar- Barbie has, Build-A-Bear. For my, I think it's a slightly different. Now, build a bear's different. I haven't seen a build a bear in forever. Yeah, but at the same time, it's they're like, around. They're still around. Um, I got my sister for Christmas a pre-order for the Funko Pop of Baby Yoda. Really? She's like, she's dropping like very clear hints of like, I need to walk home with Baby Yoda after Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here's the thing. They are not releasing merch for a few months. Yeah. yeah. You will have a slip of paper that says, I owe you one baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're walking away with an IOU form. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just also released another one where it's a baby Yoda that cries and it's more oh, gimmicky. Well, is it like post punch baby Yoda? He didn't even cry for that. <laughs> you find that weird? I yeah. mean, like, I know he's 50, but he's also like an infant for all intents and purposes. Yeah. But Basically. like, it never cries, which. Yeah, I'm kind of game for child plush. Hmm. It's like a little plush toy. Like one of those weird baby dolls where it's like it cries and shits its pants, and you're <laughs> like, "This is all the bad parts of a baby." Why? <laughs> yeah, but Baby Yoda shits blue milk. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's an animatronic Baby Yoda. Oh, uh, that's adorable. I mean, we had two different reactions to that. Yeah. They almost sounded quite the same. <laughs> it was like the same noise initially, but it faded two different directions. <laughs> you went like, oh, it's cute. And I went, oh. <laughs> That's uh, terrifying. I would be a little terrified. Sorry. It's, it's, there's, a, there's a slight horror there's aspect. A slight difference, yeah. yeah. I uh, don't know what it is that unnerves me about it. Well, this has a slight horror aspect. March 9th, uh, 1562. Kissing in public was punishable by death. Naples, Italy makes it a crime to kiss in public. I wonder why. You think whoever, like, was in charge of the time was just very lonely and got sick of seeing all the happy couples? Yeah. You mean the church? As I say, usually oh. religion. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, that makes sense. Uh, it's like with the laws that some people have now. You can't have sex prior to marriage. Yeah. You're going to get fined. At least you don't get death. You just get fined. First, I can't have sex in a public library. Now I can't have... What's next? What, no kissing in public? Come on. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, this is a fun one. When we're on the last day, March 10th, ni- March 10th, 1970, U.S. President Richard Nixon, an avid bowler, had a one-lane bowling alley built in the basement of the White House. Boy, nothing's as fun like yeah. Nixon. <laughs> I will say bowling's pretty cool. I didn't know he was the one who put the bowling alley in. Yeah. It's a little lame that there's one lane. Yeah, but I mean, who else who, is bowling there, say. right? It's also peak Nixon, so, like, I'll take it. Yeah. I was going to say, what about all the other people that... There's, like, staff. Yeah. Everyone has to share one bowling alley. I feel like most of the staff doesn't get access to yeah. the bowling. Do they even use it, you think, nowadays, really? Like, do they actually use the bowling alley Oh, probably. As much? I would bet you anything. Can you imagine Donald Trump using it? 
I was no, gonna I go don't. back a little further. <laughs> I don't think I, would, I don't think the he ones bowls. without kids. You gotta go with the ones without kids. Oh, that's not fair. Because I was gonna say I'll bet you a million dollars that Barack Obama's kids bowl. I'll bet you Bill Clinton. Oh, I bet you. <laughs> I bet knock you some pins. Reagan probably bowled the shit out of that one. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like he's more of a golf guy, but I feel like he gets bored and he's like bowling. I'll do bowling. Yeah. I feel like Clinton. That's like his main sport is bowling. No, <laughs> we all know what Clinton's main sport is. War crime? Oh. Uh, no, uh, work crimes. Oh. Hey. I knew it was going to be political. Look, friends gets I, political. I, no, <laughs> hey, look, I, I know we've had, like, a really lighthearted one, so I thought I'd end it with a really lighthearted note, one about an American superstar who was born on March 10th, 1957. Oh, no. Osama bin Laden. No. Concerns he was me born. you say superstar. He, yeah, he was born. He was a Saudi-born terrorist. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, he was the founder of Al-Qaeda, which was founded in 1988, funded by America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Osama, bin, uh, Osama and Al-Qaeda are believed to be responsible for a series of bombings against the U.S., which, I mean, for an American superstar to do that, it seems, I don't know if I believe this. I take away He's the superstar household aspect. name. He's a household name, you know. Yeah, for those who forgot, Al-Qaeda were those people that we paid ISIS to fight because they turned on us after we paid them to fight the Mujahideen, who turned on us after we paid them to fight Russia and I think China. No, it was Russia and Afghanistan. Mostly just Russia. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should stop paying War. people. They yeah. just kind of turned on us. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's like a, it's a really good tactic for a little yeah. while, and then all of a sudden we have a whole new problem, and everyone's going, "Where did they get all these Ford trucks?" And yeah. we go, "Hmm, but, big uh, mystery." But he died. He died pretty young, so he died in 2011. Mm, too soon. Yeah. Good God. So that's it. That's next week today. A light one. And if you like that, be sure to tell your friends about Am Friends, which is available online at radiomisfits.com. Hey, Tommy, you got a tangent? Glue. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's our sponsor today. Uh, In case you forgot, Eating Glue was today's sponsor. I I feel like you have not forgotten. I feel like, okay, I'm going to change it to one of my other ones. I feel like there was some talk about planes a good deal. So what do you guys do on long flights? Ooh. I usually go through a routine of watching a movie, playing a video game, and then watching a movie and playing a video game, Mm -hmm. eating if it's a really long flight, um, and maybe taking about a two-hour long nap. Kimmy? I have questions more on the video game playing. How do you do that without internet access? Well, I mean, you don't have to play an online game. You can play play something on your Switch, maybe, or DS. Or on my computer. I like. I think Pokemon's a good long yeah. flight kind of game. I would play uh, Civilization, which like Ooh. takes hours. Yeah, so. that'll kill time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I had a plane where they put like a tablet in front of me. They had Plants vs Zombies on there. Five hour flight. Didn't notice. Wow. Mm. That game you get distracted a lot. But mm-hmm. what do you do? I usually just I try to sleep only because I, if it's a long one where where I've gone has either been I'm going to a different country, different time zones, get a nap in, mm. or you know, just because you're on a plane kills time to nap. I try mm-hmm. to sleep, even though it sucks. Or, you know, if they have the option, I'll put a movie on or doodle with the one thingy that tells me how long the flight is. Mm-hmm. See the, oh, yeah. I just kind of press mm-hmm. buttons and see or search like, oh, what songs do they have on here? What movies? What? You know, I just kind of mess with whatever they give. Or I bring a book. I'm smart and I'll just bring a book because sometimes they don't have that or it's broken. Or, you know, it's nice to catch you up know. on some reading. You're on know, like a Southwest flight and you're like, ooh, what's on the Discovery Channel right yeah. now? <laughs> well, it was great. I was on a, uh, an Alaskan Airlines flight last year and they had cable. Really? Huh. Yeah. That 
Alaska is like a weirdly good airline. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't see them in every airport all the time, but mm-hmm. when you get on a flight, you're like, holy shit, this is this is beautiful. This Eskimo ain't lying. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do on flights? Um, I I kind of do like I'll read sometimes, um, but I always end up getting a headache and like something something about doing it on a plane screws mm-hmm. with me. Um, so I can't do it for long because I end up taking a nap. Um, I'll play some games, but usually I like I'll throw on my I got some like noise canceling headphones. Throw on some chill music at a quiet volume and just kind of mm-hmm. vanish. Mm. Um, I'll ask this though: How you guys feel about going to the bathroom on the plane? Always the do laboratory. it whenever I have to. I try whenever not you have to, to. Whenever you can. Whenever I have to. I go whenever I can. <laughs> I feel like I one because I like getting the seats away from the aisle, so I'm like I don't want the pain in the ass of getting yeah. up. Because oh, yeah. that's too much. And then, like, I don't know. I don't like going to the bathroom because, A, there's either someone who did something disgusting in there. I don't want to be the one to do something disgusting in there. And also, it just freaks me out. I don't know. I don't like it. Every time I'm in there, I feel like I'm a bombardier. You know, I feel I, so alive. Yeah, I, peeing, yeah. standing up on an airplane. Yeah. I feel dangerous. And then when you flush okay. it, you plug your ears like you've dropped something down a hole. Well, yeah. you guys get to stand i don't think i would stand i'd be too afraid i'd fall over yeah but you can't flush it and sit at the same time that's dangerous well yeah. that's different yeah i always like want to do those things those videos you see of people who take the whole toilet paper roll and make it go down but then i'm like that is such a waste oh that's such, oh, a, such a dick a move yeah. but i'm also just like it'd be funny to see so i've actually had it to be where i was so afraid to leave the bathroom because i was like ah oh, my god i don't want to leave i don't want to have to deal with walking through that area there so i just like stayed in there for a little while you you're not supposed to stay in really? there too long though yeah it wasn't that long in trouble it wasn't actually that long well it was funny because we were talking with the ladies before anyway so then i just went out and stood with the flight attendants and talked with them you after. hung out with the flight attendants yeah we were talking wow. about we were going to vegas and she, they were giving us some like places to go to one of the girls boyfriends was like worked for a cannabis dispensary so we wow. just got stuck talking i never get to hang out with the attendants they're too cool i never want to hang out with the attendants you don't want to no but they're so cool what do you mean some are some cool. really nice ladies one of the girls we went to uh, columbia with she now is a flight attendant wow columbia really worked out I mean, she still does voiceover, but she also does that because no, yeah, you gotta have voiceover. You need like a you need the main hustle. You need a side hustle. Yeah, that was that was mean. That's why I was just like, come on, she still does it. No. But I mean, I think it seems cool. Like, no, that is a cool job. I've met a couple flight attendants too. I mean, I would do it if I didn't have tattoos and piercings, but uh, that's a major rule: no visible tattoos and pier- piercings. Really? And I have it on my ankles and here. I mean, unless I wear like a sweater all the time. I mean, it's nice because you get to time. see the world. That's true, but I feel like also you get taken away from home a lot. Mm. That's like you're never like in one spot, like because you're gonna be going back and forth yeah. and back and forth between yeah. like here and Idaho. Yeah, it would definitely make feel like traveling to a different state really simple. So it's like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just a little plane ride. And if you have a kid, your home alone risk ratio gets really high. Mm. Right, yeah. you come home to traps. Exactly. In my area where I live, there's actually a lot of flight attendants that live. Near the Addison Blue Line. Oh, that makes sense because it's right next to the airport. Not, not fully. I mean, you gotta take a, still take a train. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's a nicer neighborhood, and yeah, really easy to just go straight shot there. Well, Tommy's yawning. I think it's about time to. So that's not a boredom thing. I just I don't get a lot of sleep. This wasn't even a tangent. 
Yeah. Tommy does it have anything to do with what we were talking about before? No. Then it's a tangent. Actually, you did say since we were talking about airplanes. Right. I took that. That's where it connects to the line. Then the tangent just goes in a completely different direction. I don't know. Since legally we can't play the songs, we have music without <laughs> music. That's what he's Music without music? We listen to music and you don't. Uh, and you listen to us listen to music. That's kind of the game because our lawyers say we can't play the music. Well, we play some. Yeah, you get a couple seconds. You'll hear some of it, yeah. But this way you can match up, play along with us. It's like a game show, but you have to do most of the work. Yeah. So uh, I chose the song. And no prize. I just had to clarify. It's a game show with no prize. I chose But you can play along at home. <laughs> I chose the song. Are you waiting for me to do it again? No. I, 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 I could. I, I chose if you want. Sorry for interrupting. Uh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Floor is yours. Uh, good, I'll take it. Um, the song is picking, Pick Up the Pieces. You've all heard this song. I knew it from uh, NFL 99 on the Nintendo 64. Um, it, it's just, what? it's a big bop. We're going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just suddenly, it was for those playing along at home, I will be starting in three, two, one, play. Yeah, it's also it's also the average white band who plays this song. Mm-hmm. So. I think there's another, Sounds, there's a movie that this is in, too. It's, I think it's in a lot. Oh, it's in, like, everything. I think it's been in, like, commercials, too. You know? But uh, they used to play, this was, like, the only song that was on NFL 99 oh, on one. Nintendo 64. It would literally play the minute you press the start button and would just repeat. I don't even think it played the whole song. It would just play this part. Just this little intro, yeah. like the horn. Okay. Yeah. And I always associated with it. So I'm like, oh, I guess How they wrote this song. How would you not psychotic? Because are you it's listening you to the song? I mean, I would, though, if it was on repeat. Like well, it wouldn't play during the games. Oh, gotcha. You know, they would have like cheering and like announcements and well, stuff. Well, it's the yeah. song "Dream Girls" song because I fell asleep to the DVD. It just kept saying "Dream Girls" and it was over oh, and yeah. over. And well, over. that that's like the uh, soundtrack to uh, Need for Speed Underground Two oh, on the Nintendo Six. Uh, no, on yes, the, on the GameCube. Uh, oh no, I had it on PS Two. No, the Game Boy Advanced. Oh, what? Uh, we wouldn't Advanced. get the full songs. We would get half the songs. They couldn't fit all the songs no. on the on the Game Boy. Oh my. <laughs> God, it was insane. I'm just thinking now about the Madden 06 soundtrack because just all the songs I associate with that, like Backcountry by Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, yeah. Can't hear it without thinking of Madden 06. And yeah. that's, that's kind of rude of me. But that's when they had like multiple songs on a video game. You know, yes. this is just one song. Mm-hmm. This was, this was the early days. Oh, yeah. We couldn't fit more songs in the game, let alone afford them. I'm trying to think of what this reminds me of more. There's something else, too. And I just... It's stuck at the top of my head. No, it's been around since, like, the 70s, I think. Yeah. It's, like, 76 or something. But there's, like, this something... Is an old song. Yeah. ...that I remember hearing it in particular, and I can't remember. I think it was either another video game or an intro, like, in a DVD for a movie. Oh, that, that makes like, sense. That, like, little point where it goes and it repeats, and I then believe it, it was in Iron Man 2. No, it wasn't that one. Ooh, pick up him. Ooh. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, because I just recently Changed really got into uh, disco, so I've been listening to a whole bunch of this stuff, you know. It kind of sounds like if someone's doing cups in the background, but not like the same cups that Anna Kendrick did, but like somebody doing something with cups and clacking. <laughs> not yeah. the cups song. Just yeah. Using yeah. cups <laughs> as, a, as an yeah. instrument, yeah. 
I actually made sure I learned how to play doing the cups thing. Everyone knew the cups song. This yeah. band's from Scotland. What? I know. I didn't know Scotland got so funky. I didn't know they didn't have bagpipes. No offense, <laughs> but I have not heard any bagpipes. They're allowed to not use bagpipes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like they would try to sneak if they could. They could. Making it groovy where Tommy wants to dance. You know, know what? People I'm, are fucking looking in the windows. I'm kind of okay. They're vibing. I'm kind of with you there on that one, Kimmy, because like it would have been kind of interesting to see their take on this with bagpipes and how they like implemented Ooh. it. Yeah. You know, I'd like to I see mean, a traditional Scotland rendition. It's, it's, the thing is, it's very focused though on the horns and everything. Oh um, yeah. So it definitely has that point where it's focusing on that. I think horns are directly replaceable with bagpipes. Oh, I yeah. will not be accepting questions at this time. I Wow, they they opened no up questions. for Eric Clapton. Really? Yeah. Did that's they a, clap? That's a big That's a big name. Dang, right they did. You got the like guitar that it just sounds like that simple strum of a few notes it's all pretty simple yeah. but like in combination it's it makes something so iconic oh wow this this song was also so successful that the jb's james brown's backup band made a response song called pick up the pieces one by one i never heard the end of that song and i did not know it ended so abruptly yeah but that was a uh, pick up the pieces by the average white band. That was a good... I really want to know what? what other people think of when they hear that song, because it's been in so many things, or been the sound of, you know, things like, you know, US, 9, US 99. <laughs> I was scrolling through the comment section to see just what everyone else was associating with. People were saying, like, uh, the Martin Lawrence show, Tracy oh. Morgan, that was a big thing. See, I wouldn't have put those pieces together. Maybe I didn't listen to their shows enough. I wouldn't, but that's just because I'm the average white man. Yeah. Wow. Zing. Funny. Good God. Hey, well, you know what that does? That brings us to the end of another Anne Friends show. Oh, no. No, but I, I enjoyed the show, even though it was weird. Like, I think feel, doing a show where Tommy's actually fully into it. Yeah, that, that it, threw me off a little it, bit. It, it has a different vibe. Don't get used to it. Oh, oh damn. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it worked out well. Well, I mean, Tommy, I mean, you, look, listen, man. You, you were pretty funny. Thank you. You did a good job. Thank you. Yeah, I think oh, you did. I think yeah, it only so works because you, you guys were all, you guys, you guys were on it today. Yeah. Wow, that we're did. really soft today yeah. of being complimenting. Yeah. Well, intern David couldn't make it today, so no, we had to. No, intern David. Yeah, we're allowed to just it. be nice because yeah. normally we can't be nice because then he feels excluded because we can't be nice yeah. to him. It's the well, intern David's been off for a couple weeks. Yeah. So yeah, we we gave him a vacation. Mm-hmm. You know. He, I think, got a little sick from seeing the other intern just hanging from the ceiling still. Well, he's still yeah, there. Yeah, necrosis has been setting in, and it's yeah. been getting a really gross you know, smell. kind of so. gelatinous a little bit. It's yeah, he's dripping. been leaking on yeah. me, so. Yeah. That explains your, uh, you know, intent to get out from under him. Yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to wrap it up at this point. Yeah. Not, not because of the smell? Opa is hippo spelled backwards. <laughs> uh, you didn't read that right. <laughs> I'm not wrong, though. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> In any case, listen, subscribe, and rate to... 
Listen, subscribe, and rate, and friends on opishows.com or wherever you find your podcast. You just search Radio Misfits. You will find us. Yes, and special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo spelled backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. And another thanks to our distributor, distributor, and another thanks to our distributor, Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. That's right. Radiomisfits.com. Dot com. So tune in next week and you'll hear more of our beautiful voices. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm going to show you my doodle. <laughs> can you see my doodle from where you no. are? You know who else would? Walter Jacobson would doodle. And his doodle one day was close to my doodle. <laughs> he, uh, so you've seen his doodle? Sure. Uh, <laughs> he's seen your doodle. He's seen my doodle more than one day. Uh, Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to you, an Opi show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. A new exhibit from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Stay tuned. Rock on TV. Artifacts from the Jackson 5, Sonny and Cher, Elvis, Cindy Lauper, ZZ Top, Eric Clapton, and more. Now at the Museum of Broadcast Communications, 360 North State Street, Chicago. From bandstand to gaga, let's rock on TV. For info and tickets, visit museum.tv. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, while Lou is on assignment, I'll be joined by nationally recognized Buick specialist Bill Kubik for a wide-ranging discussion about our favorite topic, cars. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me for this special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. <laughs>